Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Kicking your day off the right way. Like, like this. Hey, yo, it's the Morning Hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. Let's get to it, baby. The Morning Hustle podcast. We are at it. Once again, man. I'm here. I don't know where Kyle's at. Right here, right next to you. you know, we I do can't this hear. Thing. Did y'all hear something? <laughs> Listen, you better hear this. We got Jeezy on the show today to talk about Chill. his new book, Adversity for Sale. You gotta believe. Let's get it. Let's get it. I think I could do voiceovers for like other people. Try it one more time. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Now, now my voice. Nah, I can't do it under pressure. I got to do it when I want. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it no more, man. You're going to mess up you your voice. And believe. we need you because we know you got some stories to break down for us. That's right. And if Orange is the new black, this story would be going just a little different. And also, guys are constantly complaining about having to pay child support. Wow, wow, wow. I know at least one guy, though. Who has no complaints today? Mm. I'll tell you all about it coming up in a lowdown. Okay. Also, they say love can be a battlefield, but for Khalil, it's the distance that's causing love the struggle. I might give you a little hint, too. He's worried about his girl being a freak, so that's part of the problem. He's probably well, a freak. So. Uh-huh. We're asking for a friend, baby, but first, it's time for Kyle's message of the day. And mine. Listen up. It's, it's Kyle's message of the day. You heard? All right, y'all. Kyle's message of the day today is heed the signs. Heed the signs, Hedonism man. is mine. People are always <laughs> talking about red flags and things of that nature, but then they ignore all of the signs that are in front of them. You got to pay attention, man. People will always clue you into what's going on around you, right? People will show you who they are. People will tip you off to what exactly is about to happen next if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I've been guilty of that. I've seen things and thought to myself, huh, that was a little strange, and went right ahead and ignored it. And you know what? Bit me in the ass every time. Damn. You see what I'm saying? Like so, a mosquito? Yep, just like that. So <laughs> when you see things happening or little things that, huh, what was that? You know what I mean? You got to pay attention to it. You got to check those red flags. You got to heed the signs and pay attention to what's going on around you so you don't keep making mistakes that are obviously right there in front of you to avoid. All right? Kyle's message of the day, heed the signs. And mine is life's a bitch and then you die. That's why we get high because you never know when, when you're, you're going to go. go. What up, y'all? It's the Morning Hustle with L'Oreal and Kyle Santillian. Have questions about your insurance? At State Farm, we're there for your what-ifs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com to get a quote today. All right, listen. Yesterday we asked, if it's not okay to pass judgment on chosen gender roles, why is it okay for people to pass judgment or shame me for wanting to keep my gender roles? Hmm. And a lot of people had a lot to say about it, man. Let's go to the Morning Hustle voicemail right now. Yeah, my name is Ashley from Dallas. I'm calling about them gender roles. First of all, yes, uh, I am so for them gender roles. Let's be very clear. There's a lot of men out here that are willing to work them 12-plus-hour shifts and bring home that money, whereas majority women out here get so burnt out so quick between jobs and all that stuff because we don't want to work. That's not what we're made to do. That's not what we are here for. That's not what we are built for. 
So absolutely bring on them gender roles. And whoever it was that decided that women needed equal equal rights and to be able to do what men do and get paid and all this other stuff, man, look, me and her on site, please. Do y'all know her? Hello, I'm calling from Maryland. Um, I feel the gender role should continue. I like my man to open the door, do the things that men should do, you know. I don't know what is happening now in this world, but then just do the things that men should do. That makes them men. Give them the time to do what they have to do. That makes them men. I know that's right. Thank you. Yo, we appreciate everybody checking in on the Morning Hustle voicemail like I do each and every day. Keep it up. It's always open for y'all at 866-HUSTLE-8. Hit us up anytime, all the right? The hustlers always give us the best stories. They absolutely do, yo. Absolutely. It's not gossip if you heard it here. Get that glass ready. She's spilling all the juicy tea. It's the Lord Hour L'Oreal on the Morning Hustle. Lock his ass up. Hey. Lock his ass up. Hey. He's going to jail today. I mean, maybe kind of. Okay. Right. Donald Trump, there right? He is set to surrender today to authorities in Georgia on charges that he schemed to overturn the 2020 election. Remember that audio that came out? Just five, you know, you see them find the votes that yes. are there. They're the ones under the desk, right? <laughs> in your draw, <laughs> in your handwriting, wherever they are, we need them. Yep. Well, either way, they already agreed to a two hundred thousand dollar. Bond, so they're not keeping him too long. But it looks like we will get a mugshot today. Again. Finally. Again, right? Again. No, he's never had a mugshot. He's never had one. I thought no. he had one when he got in, indicted. He, they didn't get one No, in. this is what the whole thing wow. is. This is a big deal. He's going to be the first I president can't wait to see it with a, a mugshot after being a president, because I'm pretty sure some of them had gotten in trouble before. I like it. <laughs> Listen, so they already released nine of his other co-defendants, including the uh, infamous Rudy Giuliani, oh, yes. the lawyer. You know, I know him well because of New York, yeah. you know. So he was the mayor uh, once upon a time and a terrible one at that. Yes, he was. And uh, so they all surrendered. Their mugshots were released. So he will be hanging alongside young thug. And uh, some other YSL members, because Fanny locked his ass up today. If they lock up Donald Trump, crime will go down in the United States by 30%. <laughs> 35. <laughs> well, 35%. you know, I do say it's about time. You know what I mean? Like, this criminal has been doing things for quite some time. This is the real gang. And when they talk about a Rico, this is what I'm talking about. You conspired as a gang, gang members, to... Do something illegal. Yeah. Like steal the presidency. Yeah. And you also had people, what, what do you call it? Run down on the Capitol. Yes. That's the most gangster thing I've ever seen in my lifetime. Like, literally, it's been raining and he's been dodging raindrops. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Drop and tops. now, th- thanks to, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to, shut up. <laughs> thanks to Philly. <laughs> Y'all all had a problem with Fanny, child, but I'm, I'm on Fanny's side me right too, here. Me too, me too. I'm about to go get me a Fanny pack. Me too. As a matter of fact. <laughs> That's funny. Even though she allegedly slept with a member of YSL, Trump said that. I ain't say that. So, again, he's been arrested, indicted, all kind of stuff. Never a mugshot, and we're going to get it today. All I'm right. making it my profile picture, just like everybody else. <laughs> but I did see something that's a little scary. Which is? Which is something that we should have already known, because we've seen this happen before. And we slept on Donald Trump. 
Remember? And we all was like, oh, no, Hillary got this because ain't no way this man about to win presidency. And we all woke up and he was the president. Remember that? Because y'all didn't go vote because y'all thought it was a joke. Well, guess what? He's like up in the polls on the Republican side. Oh, yeah. Like 65%. Oh, yeah. They still love him. Some of them people got 5% next to him, running next to him. They still love him. And and that's the other side about everything we're talking about right now because regardless of what we know about what he did, there's people that just feel like this is just another Democratic ploy to make him look bad. So that gives him more support for the people that love him. He's been indicted, impeached, caused riots. Yeah. And he's they don't still, believe it, though. And they these white folks it. are still standing behind him. Yes, that's they man, And they're going to stand saying. behind him, child. I'm yeah. L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. You can follow me at Star and L'Oreal, L-O-R-E-L, or I'm on a hustle show, and I will be outside the Fulton County Jail <laughs> waiting on the <laughs> waiting to throw an a, a orange at this that's orange. That's hilarious. A tomato at this orange. All right, look, we got to help out a hustler, man. They say love can be a battlefield, but for Khalil, it's the distance that's causing the struggle. We're asking for a friend. It's happening at 810, 710 Central, right here on The Morning Hustle. No, Khalil! (laughs) Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What up, y'all? You know what time it is, baby. It's the morning hustle with L'Oreal, Kyle Santillian. And again, man, we love it. Guest stopping by the studio to holler at us on the morning hustle. Yes. I mean, this guy right here, the career is impeccable. You know, the reputation is intact. You know what I'm saying? He's an artist. He's a hustler. He's an author now. And he's here to talk to us all about the ad- the book Adversity for Sale. Y'all gotta believe. Gotta we believe. gotta give it up for Jeezy. And what, up, you know? what up, Joe? What up, Joe? Top of the top, baby. Top Peace, of the bro. top. bro. How you feeling? We gotta say Man. welcome to the trap. Yeah, I, 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 this I the believe trap in that. It, it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> what it do? What dependency? It, it works for me. <laughs> top of the top, baby. This is a big deal, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a long time deal. coming. A long time coming. Yeah. One thing about me is I'm not going to say I do a whole lot of reading, right. but the reading that I love is autobiographies. For sure. You know what I mean? So this falls right into my, my wheelhouse. You know, I've yeah. read, um, you know, people like Russell Simmons, yeah. Jay-Z, yeah. Uh, Quincy Jones. You know what I mean? So mm. when I read your book mm. and it gives me those same feelings, man, I love hearing about what made the person into the person that we know today. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? And right. this book is like that, is that guy to whom, who yeah. Jeezy is. Yes? Yeah, and, and the reason why I named it Adversity for Sale because I think when people see the finished product, they don't realize what you what you went through. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And how many times, because people are always trying to sell you like success. If you want to win, you know, and it's, yeah, but no. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it was more so like, I don't even think that people understood when I was winning, I was losing. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and I just wanted to make sure that I got that message out there because I don't run into so many cats that's out here in the streets is getting out or mm-hmm. trying to figure their life out or make a change for their family or whatever it is. They just feel like the whole world is, you know, they're against the world. Yeah. And and you're really competing with yourself. Yeah, You know what I'm sure. saying? And I just wanted to really put that in, in book form. And, and, and the, real, the real title is that you got to believe part. Yeah. Right? Because it, when I was going through these things, if I didn't believe... Mm-hmm. 
nothing else really matters. I feel that. <laughs> you know I learned so much about you from this that. book. And even though I've been a fan since day one, it's crazy. And and I do like the audible version of yeah, the book. And I'm yeah. going to tell you why. Because in the middle of it, I start busting out in song with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we rapping yeah. together. So, yeah, just so y'all know, I, I, I did the audio version myself. So everywhere books are sold, audibles. I love it. Uh, yeah. Amazon is, is me. I read it for you. Yeah, you at, at <laughs> any given time, he right. start, you like, last time and I, I checked, check, that yeah. was the minute. Yeah. Yeah. But I also figured out that you were a thief. Yeah. <laughs> Early on. A pretty good one, too. <laughs> a pretty good one. Yeah, a pretty good I one, too. I believe it. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, you was out here stealing from a young age. Yeah, but you know what it was? I was just ambitious. Like, I wanted stuff, right? And I couldn't afford it. But I figured if I got away with it, that was success. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so I thought I was doing something good mm-hmm. right and and then I learned that you know as I started to get some morals and values like oh you don't really take from people yeah. right you know what I'm saying you know well, you're not supposed to right mm-hmm. and that's like that's like low vibrations right there you know what I'm saying family taught you that message oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I love, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that <laughs> family taught you a lot of messages yeah and yeah. there's some laugh out loud moments I ain't gonna give it away but the round kick had me oh, yeah, literally yeah, yeah, crying yeah. I, I don't know where you learned karate from <laughs> That's how he learned his lesson not to steal. And they they, they, they was like, how you remember that? I said, how could I forget? So they signed a part of the book. Your cousin yeah, signed a part. It's it like, 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 yo, how you remember that? I was like, man, that's probably one of the most embarrassing days of my life. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about this because you have been making your rounds promoting the book, right? Yes, sir. And there's a clip that's been floating around on social media when you were talking about how, and you talk about it in the book, mm-hmm. yo, I was out here, I was disciplined with my money, mm-hmm. I made it happen, mm-hmm. I was eating at Subway, $1.99 mm-hmm. a meal, mm-hmm. you know, every day for like two years. Right. And people just don't believe you. Right. Like, I, I, they don't believe you. I Screenshot which, some of the responses. Which is crazy. Two dollars. You definitely telling a lie. You just want to make it sound good. Right. Other people. Oh, I thought he was a drug dealer. Uh, and somebody else. I don't buy that BS at all. Right. But I get the message. Right. right? They got to read I, the book, man. And I'm like, yo, yeah. people don't. Be- you're putting your heart in this book. People don't yeah. believe you. So what did I do? Right. I went to YouTube. Right. I searched Subway. Right. One ninety nine commercial. Boom. The commercial pops up. It's right. absolutely a real thing. Right. What do you say when people don't believe? It? Like, you how gotta does it believe. What, you gotta what, believe, what, right? What, what, what my grandma used to tell me, like ignorance, you gotta just let it be what it is, because yeah. you're missing the whole message. Mm-hmm. The message was discipline. Yeah. And at a young age, I had that. And yes, and yes, I was a drug dealer at the time. <laughs> right. But I wasn't making that type of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm. This is my first taste of financial literacy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm disciplining myself. I'm not buying Air Jordans or doing what people are doing around me. I'm like, okay, I got to save this, right? Yeah. And I remember the first real money I spent after I saved was $3,500 to buy my mother a trailer that's probably big as this studio, Ooh. just this room, a single wide. But the crazy thing about our culture and our people is, like, when you try to give them game, they always trying to find the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, listen, I ain't the one to lie to you. By the way, I'm all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't got the time to have the time, but I'm glad that you asked me that because, you know, one thing I learned at a young age when I sat around the older guys is I didn't go in there with a mind. I went in there with an open mind. If somebody tells me how they done something, yeah, I'm going to look into that in a way that, okay, let me see how that worked for them. Right. I'm not going to try to, you know, figure out, you know, where the flaw is at. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. And, and that's how I was able to learn. So when I went around the old, the, the guys that were my age, I knew more than them. That's why they followed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just to put a little cherry on top, you said 
You, and by the way, that was you, all the money you, you spent. But could you, you still send me that though? Could you send me that? I need that. I need that. I'm putting that. I'm putting that on my. By the way, Subway, holla at your boy. He can work something out. I'm about to put that on my IG. I don't think it's gonna be 199. Just so we clear. Just so we clear. And by the way, and by the way, just to put the cherry on top too, like. You know, I lived in a small town. You talking about a population of twenty four hundred people. You know, I mean, everybody had factory jobs, so the cost of living was not high at all. Mm-hmm. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So there's that. But what were you saying about? I was just saying, and you just to even clarify further. Mm-hmm. You said that's all the money that you spent, right? But you would eat your other meals at home for sure. Yeah. So people are like, "There's no way he could eat one time a day for three years straight." Right. Like, no, what he said was, "This is all the money I spent." Right. The other meals I would eat I, at home. You right. talking about people that are looking at a clip online versus buying the book and reading it? Right. So yeah. I, I, also when you read the book, facts. you understood what I was trying to say. And also, I understand that it's a different time. You're also, these people that are on the internet a little younger, mm. they remember $5 foot long. Right. So right. that's why they don't oh, understand. You get what I'm saying? It, that's true. That's it. what it, it's like. Some of them say that Biggie, who's Biggie and Pac? They don't even know a song. So right. you can't even yeah. reason with that's these right. kind of I, I don't. Right. I don't even know if I can talk to somebody who don't know who Biggie and Pac is. Some, some of them yeah, don't. It would confuse me. Some of them don't. You get what I'm saying? But you put a lot of game in this book not yeah. only did you make it clear that I was shocked because there was plenty of times that I know I've seen you out and about mm-hmm. um, especially like uh, during or right before the Trapper Die days when you did have a lot of people surrounding you and right. a big following and I would have right. thought Jeezy is one of the richest people in Atlanta oh, no, no. and you were still going through things yeah. and still you know getting your money together because yep. you was investing and putting everything yep. into yourself Self, yeah well the thing about it is I didn't understand that I was investing but I believed in what I was doing mm-hmm. right and, and and of course you know the, the 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 whole purpose of the book is you you have to see all the turmoil that's going on while I'm trying to figure this out right right and when you got trap or die success you know, people like, that's all I need. I can go from there. But that ain't the truth because I wasn't even an artist then. I was still trying to figure it out, yeah. right? But I got this little success. Now I have to get in and write an album. Mm-hmm. But I got to write this album with all this turmoil going on around me. Now, nine times out of 10, any artist that you respect and love that wrote you um, all these platinum records, they're not going through none of this. Right. They going to the studio. <laughs> they got yeah. the dim lights and candles. You know what I mean? It's sexy in there because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're artists. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not an artist. I'm a guy that's in the streets that's trying to figure my way out into something that I understand because music basically raised me. Right. Right. And that's why I get so much homage to Pac because he was my therapist. He was the guy that I listened to to get information so that when I was dealing with things, I can go, okay, well, how, what would Pac do, right? Sure. And that's how I was going about it. So I'm trying to give that same thing back while going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine what he was going through. Right. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like you just a, hear the records. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's one of the themes that you continuously come back to in mm-hmm. the book is your mental health. You yeah. talk about yeah. dealing with anxiety just from being paranoid, being in the streets. Yep. And there was one moment where you even talked about um, when you were going through the program to try to, you know, stay you out of jail. Us. Yeah, you tell You're standing on the edge of the ship, considering yeah. jumping off. Jumping off. Yeah. Most people wouldn't think someone like Jeezy, who right. has so much success, would right. have those kind of thoughts. Well, no, I didn't have any success then. You know, I was well, 17. Well, success now, but I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. 17 years old, um, my first time really getting took out of the hood besides my early childhood. So when I went to that program, you know, I was in it. 
So this is the first time I've been removed. Now I'm around other people with real problems and I'm listening to it. This guy was on crack, this guy this, this guy that, this guy, you know, and you're just sitting there and you're going like, I'm I'm doomed. Like, mm-hmm. even if I get out, I don't want to go to jail or get killed. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just, you know, I don't want to leave. You ever seen somebody that's incarcerated and and they've been there for 20 years and they get ready to open up the gate and they're like, man, what am I going to yeah, do? Like, yeah. you know, scared to leave. You, you mm-hmm. know, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm second thinking about what I'm walking back into, and I've I've got comfortable with being somewhere where I feel safe. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Why I feel why I feel like I have discipline, and and I'm working out like because I'm doing PT and I'm getting life skills, and I got my GED. This is my first taste of man. You're gonna be somebody, right? And then you got to go back out here. You ain't got no skill set. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nobody waiting on the outside. Like I'm gonna put you in this position. So mm-hmm. you like you scared to death. Yeah, right. right? And sure. that was a moment of clarity for me because. You know, when you hear about people, you know, suicide, you know, and, and just like they say, you know, it's like it's like a a, a, a long term, you know, decision for something that's this this minor. Yeah. Right. And I had to make a decision then and there because in my mind, I really felt like my life was over. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's why I put it in the book. So you say somebody like myself, mm-hmm. I want people to know I felt like that, too, bro. Yeah. So even if you're going through that, just know that I've been there with you, dog. Like I, I get it. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. don't think because you see me moving around that I ain't never had no, you know, no bad days. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that people really think when they look at you that everything is all yeah, good. It's all good. <laughs> Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I mean, you even have <laughs> Shakira real. Stewart, who obviously yes. was very yes. uh, instrumental in your career yeah. and very close friend. And you talked about even him when he, he had the chains and this and that. And people would look at that and be like, oh, he has the perfect life. He's right. hanging out with Jeezy. Right. He's a top executive, but he took his life as well. Yeah, and to me, that was the first time I ever really, of course I had those thoughts and I didn't know what those thoughts were, but I just remember getting that call and just not understanding that. Cause right. you're talking about somebody who was so charismatic, so yeah. so at the top of his game, everybody loved him, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, how could he be going through that? And, and, and the real part where I want people to see is sometimes you gotta be strong, sometimes you gotta check on your strong friends too. That's mm-hmm. they, the, they the one. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. I was more, you know, upset that I didn't see the signs. Right. Right. This is somebody I'm with daily. And by the way, this is somebody who um, changed my life. He saved my life. He, yeah. he took me in Def Jam. He mm-hmm. walked me in the door, got me my deal. Right. And he, he and this is my mentor at the time because he's the one I'm confining in because I'm not even an artist. So I'm asking him, well, what do I do in this situation? Okay, he's picking my records out. He's right. telling me that Soul Survivor is the one. I'm like, no, nah, Trapper Die is going to be the right. biggest thing ever. Right. He's like, bro, Soul Survivor. And he was right. And he was right. And I remember vividly when he came to my house and I played him Go-Getter. And I had Lil' Will on the hook. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, bro, I know you love this guy but give me the song and I'm going to put somebody else on it. And I sat there and fought him for an hour. Mm. And I told him, I said, I'm going to give you this record, bro, but I'm keeping my guy on the song. Mm. And when he came back to my house and 
Y'all heard that. Young Jeezy <laughs> and your boy Kiss. Like, he went and got R. Kelly on my record. That's you crazy. was like, wait, what's my friend name again? He But he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And again, um, he was so he he was so detrimental in my career. Like he was he was the one person that made me understand that if it was street, if it was radio, and if it was and if it was club, that that was my single. Yeah. Right. Because I I was under the impression I was coming out of mixtape era. If if I heard Trapper Down the Streets, I thought I was winning. Right. I didn't even understand what radio was. Right. right? Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, and I so, loved how you pay homage to other artists as well by saying, like, yeah, I seen 50 do it with Who Kid, so yep. me and Drama could do it. You shouted out Trick Daddy, who yep. I didn't even realize was such a big influence yeah, to you. Yeah, I love Trick. And do y'all have something more in common? Jeezy, are you Haitian? No. See, I what it is. Yeah, places. no, what it is is, uh, you know, I hung around in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, well, you know, I was hustling in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. Florida, and I was with a lot of, you know, Haitian, Jamaican, and so I took on that whole, you know, the food, the people. You adapted that accent right, right, like right, Drake. Right. No, I, def I, def <laughs> I definitely don't have the accent. <laughs> my accent is so Georgia. My accent is so Georgia. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So you're not. Okay. Because no, no, no. even if you search, and I was like, nah, I never heard yeah. you say you was Haitian. But you best believe at one point in my life, I thought I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, was, was I was definitely down with the souls. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, Morel just brought up DJ Drama. I thought that was an interesting interesting moment in the book too where you talk about meeting drama for the first time right and it's funny because when you're talking about your journey and everything that takes place for you in georgia and then you meet dj drama and right. the way you depict dj drama when you first <laughs> meet him in terms of how he is in hip-hop right. i'm like oh that's me oh word. it's kind of like two you, separate ma you making people take their 300 shoes off <laughs> of your door when you live in the hood, I'm like, yo, I go to the hood, That's to his house. Mean. He made me take my $300 shoes. I'm like, man, I live in Buckhead, man. I don't, I, we, we. The house is $300. Right. <laughs> what are we doing? That's not the part I mean, but okay. I'm talking about the part where you're, you're coming from the streets as a hustler, yeah. coming into the music game, and right. you looked at drama like, oh, this guy is really, he's the DJ. Right. He's into the artistic aspect of the music right. that you didn't necessarily, I wasn't Chalene. Well, what it was was I was I was over somebody's house, you know what I'm saying, and at the time, and you know doing my doing my thug thing, and it was playing this tape that him and Tip did. Yeah. And I heard the tape from top to bottom. I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Like I heard his voice and everything. And when Tip and Drama was moving, they was they they had so much synergy, and you just saw where it was going, mm -hmm. right? And um, I just remember being like, man, I wanna I wanna do a tape with him. So what I did. Because I sent my guy to see we could do a tape. He was like, nah. So what I did was I started paying him to do my show tapes, $100 to do my show debts or whatever. And that's how I got in, right? And once <laughs> right. I got in, um, then I started asking him to do the tape. Yeah. And he was like, nah, I don't think we're ready. I'll do a song or whatever. And, you know, it just one day we just had a real conversation. And I was like, yo, I'm going to pay you. He's like, what? You know what I'm saying? He had never been paid for a mm -hmm. tape before. Right. So I paid him to do the tape. Not that it was about the money, but he saw that I was serious. And once I got the tape back and heard what he did to the music, you know, and that's how I gauge. If I give somebody something, whether it's a mixer or whatever, if it comes back better than I sent it, I know that that's it. Yeah. And it came back, like, his 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 uh, uh, sequence and everything. Like, yeah. I, this was, like, my first real project, right? 
and his sequence and what he was saying, it was just like, I was like, I, th I think this is it. Right. So I immediately went up and pressed up 100,000 CDs and uh, they was doing, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, birthday Bash. Yep. And I went out there. I went to Birthday Bash and I just, I had my team out there we was passing our CDs at the gate in the parking lot inside the venue mm -hmm. and my life changed forever after that day. And what I was getting at in terms of the DJ drama thing, which mm. is also a reoccurring theme in the book, was you identifying opportunities and stepping into them rather, excuse me, rather than right. waiting for something to fall into your lap. Right. And that was one of those examples that you just mentioned. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And they didn't understand why I was giving it away. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But me, at that time, I just really wanted to be heard because I didn't know what my future was going to be. So that's why when you hear those records, there's so much urgency in that and Trap or Die because... You know, in the meantime, I'm just hoping I don't <laughs> get picked up. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, at least if I can put this out, I'll be heard. For sure. And when I came back and did Trap or Die, um, it was it was so much urgency there that I started to see the momentum that I was getting. And then I, that's when I shot the DVD. Well, mm -hmm. edited the DVD and put the DVD with it. Yeah. DVD did. Right, the DVD, yeah. the DVD took it over the top. <laughs> right. I would literally walk into like my partner's trap houses and they would be watching it on the screen like that. And I'd be like, y'all like, know me. Why y'all watching? Because <laughs> it was lit. Right. Right. But it was the gift and the curse too because I feel like with you, it made you the biggest. But right. at the same time, it didn't make you all the money. A lot of other people were making money off of the moves you were doing. Because yeah. it would be called what we say now, nigga business. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> wasn't, you wasn't doing contracts, right. deals with nah. people. You was just thinking, I, right, I'm solid, so they're going to be solid right. too. You know, when people say that you ain't put nobody on, it's just like a lot of the people that have great careers... We worked together first before anybody else have ever heard of them, producers yeah. or whatever. You, but I wasn't in it for that. Like, and I and to me that was that was the blessing. I was giving back. I was I was pouring in and leaning into people. Yeah. Even with the snowman search, people were making money off of that. But I didn't I didn't want the money. I just wanted the freedom, yeah. right, and the opportunity to be in a legitimate position so I can get my mama a house. You know, I can get my house in my own name because I'm living in somebody else's house. Basically, they can come in tomorrow and kick me out, mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? So it was like... Them shirts was like, crap. Right. Let me tell you what I had to go through to get mine. Nothing nasty. Right. <laughs> but, but, but I know the official one with the glitter. But, but the thing is, b between the bootleggers who mm -hmm. were bootlegging yep. yeah, everything, even my first album, it was bootlegging, even the T-shirts, that's what blew it up. Yeah, that was the, that was the marketing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People making money off of what I was doing. Yeah. So they was basically promoting for me. And when I when I understood that, you know what I'm saying? It it wasn't, and it's never been about the money with me. Okay, I'm of course I'm a hustler. I'm gonna get it. Yeah. But I wasn't doing it for a certain dollar amount or whatever. So when I would sure. see the t-shirts. I would just feel like I was being supported. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. I wasn't looking at it like I could have made $15 off of that. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm but like, you also showed the support because I didn't even know Ashana had yeah, something yeah, yeah. to do with you, that. You know Ashana? Yeah, I know oh, yeah, her very yeah. well. I that's, love that's her. That's my sister, yeah. And now what? She's managing Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. So just imagine like at that point in time, she wasn't... Uh, you she was know, young. She, yeah, she was young. She was young. you gave her the credit for helping you with that as well. No, she did. And she, again, between her and Shakir, that was my... And, and Sean Peck, Oh, that's that was my, brother. my that was my support system at Def <laughs> right. Jam. They had me, mm -hmm. and and uh, I just remember being in marketing meetings uh, with Ashana, and we just had this synergy when it came to planning how I was moving. Yeah, and she just saw it. 
you know, I, she amplified everything I thought of, and she was sitting right there, and I had the snowman chain on. Yeah. She's like, let's use that. <laughs> Can we bring the shirt the, back, though, like the original ones edition? with the glitter? Like, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need mine. I'm, I'm going to tell you, those are, those are uh, illegal in 50 states. You can't. <laughs> are they really? 50 states. I, mean, I believe you. Kinda. You can't get one in North Dakota. Right. <laughs> and the craziest thing was, like, all this is going on, and I'm getting this, you know, this success. And here again, you know, that's what that adversity is about. I'm getting the success, and all of a sudden, CNN is banning the shirts. We're just saying people are banning that. shirts yeah. from school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, so how you yeah. going to tell just a people? Snowman. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> let me ask you this. The frothy is cool. <laughs> right, but, but Jeezy. <laughs> the big snow is a problem. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. <laughs> now that you're the more mature Jeezy. Right. Do you understand that though? Because I can totally understand, like, yo, uh, no, because, because the snowman. Let's be real, the snowman represents drugs, right? No, oh, really. Kyle, don't be boring. No, I'm just asking an honest, <laughs> honest question. <laughs> honest question. Okay, but let me As say, as a mature Jeezy, could right. you understand? Hey, we don't want our kids walking around with the snowman. If he had server. crack in his hand, I can see that. If I if I had an AK-47 in my hand, I can see that. Right. right. But even when you think about the rubber band man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You think about uh, uh, ice cream man. You think about all these things. These are things we just coin us. And, and this is a, another marketing 101. Mm-hmm. What I understood about Pac when he was saying thug life, it wasn't in a negative. It, it wasn't negative. It was we're standing for something. Mm-hmm. We're soldiers. We, we have beliefs. We have values. Right. So Snowman was the ultimate hustler. He was the guy that was going to figure it out. And once I started seeing people wearing the shirts, I realized that it was bigger than me. Yeah. Right? And now you have another cultural leader stepping in the game, and I got sense. So if you want to be honest, I think like they was trying to quiet me. Okay. Because at some point, I'm sure I was going, I was going, I'm, I'm going to start giving the game back, like I'm giving in this book. Yeah. Because it ain't because because you can tell I ain't one of them. Right. And I, and how I know mm-hmm. that to be true, I promise you, Farrakhan called me one day. And he said, Brother Jeezy, your message is changing. You got to watch out for the enemy. Mm. I like that. I said, Farrakhan, I'm living in Malibu and my enemies are in the hood. I'm not worried about them. <laughs> and I swear to you, two weeks later, I was in jail. Mm. I got locked up on tour with Wiz Khalifa. They tried to charge me with murder. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had 10 people with me, so that's $10 million in bail. Wow. And now I got to sit in the county jail so I can get all these people out. Because yeah. they're not criminals. This is my... This is my staff. Yeah. Right? And the moment I got out, the phone rang, and it was Farrakhan. Again. Wow. Brother Jesus. I told your ass. I tried to tell you the enemy was coming. I love Farrakhan. And I was just like, yo. And, and, And when I went out there and sat with him, he made me understand the power of what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Like, cause that's what y'all gotta realize, bro. This shit is power. This ain't no joke. Yeah. Like sure. this, these are our people, bro. For sure. And how I knew that shit was real, I'm sitting down. And I'm doing this video with E-40, and I'm sitting there, and I'm doing this video, and, you know, they talking. Like, we talking in this room, and I see everybody start to walk out. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm sitting, we sitting, it was like a gambling scene, so we sitting there, it's like poker chips and all that, and it's E-40 and Snoop. And everybody gets out of the room and get quiet, and they both lean in. You know who you are? You know what you stand for out here? Mm -hmm. Because I was going through it. I was backing up. I was backing up. And it, it got so real, I remember I'm in a party in L.A. The party is cracking. And Rihanna pulled me to the side say, hey, bro, what you scared of? Mm. Go go be that guy. Mm. Go do that. 
Right. That's got to be empowering. Oh, man. Yeah. Come on. That's when I wrote The Recession. Mm. Yeah. Right after that. Yeah, she told me straight up. She's like, bro, we, 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 we love you, man. You gotta go do this for us. That's fire. You know, you know Rihanna tell you some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go do it. Whatever it is. You gotta, you gotta go, go turn up. <laughs> you gotta go turn up. Well, so when it comes to people like that were around you before, right, right. and now you hear certain things that you you have made put your neck on the line for or help right, them out, right? right? How does that feel and how do you deal with things like that? I mean, God is good. Mm-hmm. I'm just keep walking in my path. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to keep walking the, the walk that I've been walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this, this is who I am. Yeah. This is this is my journey, right? And as I walk this journey, there are going to be people that's, that were with you. That want, it's like a company. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all, y'all work yeah. here. It's like one day you might not work here no more. What does that mean? Right. <laughs> like, sooner than you think. No. What does that mean, though? <laughs> you going to be mad and hot? Right. What to follow up on? To follow up on L'Oreal. Um, Will I? Ask you. <laughs> yes. No, but then you. Yes, is yes. <laughs> but you've also had fallen out with people right. like Coach K, right. Right? right? And then I was at the Atlanta Symphony the other day, right. and he actually brought you out. You had yep. him bring you yep. out. Yep. And um, it's also moments like like that where you have differences for quite some time and then people could sit down yeah and, and I think we all mature like you know and and, and I would have been I'm for one like I'm, I'm solid through and through right and I do have morals and values and I know as much work as Coach K put into Thug Motivation to see our baby graduate yeah. and go to college yeah. would have been beneath me not to extend that olive branch. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like that's our baby. We that changed all that changed our lives. And we both worked on that album through and through. And yeah. we went through things. Like Coach was the one that took me to the hospital when I tore my vocal cords. He's the oh, one that, that sat with me crazy. through surgery. And he was the one bailing me out of jail when I was getting locked up. He was the one, you know, holding my money when I was still trying to figure it out. So and he knew my he he knew my heart. So that to see our baby grow because you gotta think like TM 101 with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. It was fire. <laughs> right. Crazy. That's that's a graduation. I wish right. I had both, video both, to show for it, but GB parent, took my phone. Both, parent, <laughs> both parents have to be there. Right. This is our baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, L'Oreal brought up the situation in the book um, that you was going back and forth with your cousin. And being that you're talking about mending right. old differences, right. it made me wonder, like, where are things sitting with your family members now? Because they were kind of influential, right. introducing you just to the music when you would go see your cousins in Decatur. Mm-hmm. You had the DJ set up right, and, right. and everything that you explained in the book. And yeah, the but, you know, you, but you know, family's family. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to have ups and downs with people. You know what I'm saying? But for me, you know, again, I'm just on my path. I'm just explaining things in the book that changed the course of my life. Okay. Yeah. Things that were significant to me. If, if you know what I mean like sure. certain things happen you just like damn set right. you on a certain path yeah and, and then also it gives you understanding because for me it's like grace you know what I'm saying I, I held a lot of resentment towards a lot of shit but that only you know that's like trying to poison your enemy but poisoning yourself yeah <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying it's just, like, it's just like it's what I'm gonna do that for you know what I mean so for me you know I just handle it with grace man like you know I'm blessed yeah highly favored 
you know, I got I got other things to worry about. I, now, I got a culture to lead. I know you want people to read the book. Yes, sir. So I struggle with giving away too much, but I have a favorite page. You gave away a lot, Kyle. I, we kind of did, but I, okay. I have a favorite, favorite page. Okay. And I feel like this page has so many gems on one page. I was like, damn, he's dropping gems after mm-hmm. gems. So if I could give away this page, is that cool? Yeah. Page yeah. 119. What chapter I know you don't know what that is. I don't yeah. know. I didn't write down the chapter. Okay. But the gems that I got off of 119 are fail fast, fail often. Yep. Uh, perfection is an impossible goal. Right. It's good to shoot for, but at some point you just got to let it fly. Right. Let it go. Right. And uh, your name, your sound, and your identity equals your brand. Yes. Those three things were on one page. Yeah. And I was like, yo, those three things touch me yeah. in terms of like, you know, all of us are in this business in different aspects. But right. when we're out here trying to make a way for ourselves, these things right here are kind of like things that you could really rely on. Like when you're trying to figure out how to make a decision and move forward, I could look to those three things and say, oh, that's it right there. Right. That's it right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, I just wanted to share, you know, what I learned. And it, it wasn't like that I learned it, <clears throat> you know, through a, uh, a book. It was more so like I learned it through experience, right? And then I, and my thing is, if you ever listen to my music, it's just it's simple and to the point. So I wanted to make those messages simple and to the point. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you ever have to go back, I don't know what chapter that is, but if you have to go back and look at that, you know, yeah, that, that, what, what do you do? You uh, highlight it? Yeah. That's the part you yeah. highlight, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's like yeah. the Bible, the yeah. book of Jeezy. Yes. What would Jeezy do? I yeah. like that. And Kanye. Kanye. And Kanye tried to steal your whole swag for 808 to Heartbreak. I going to say he stole it. He borrowed it and then asked you to help him I with it. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so your question is chapter nine. Okay, chapter there it is. Nine, there sure. it is. The book is out everywhere. Books are sold. Yes. Adversity yeah. for sale. Yes. You got to believe. Yep. The audio book is out. And I read it myself. I love that. I, How long did that take you? Uh, well, you know, it didn't really take long, but again, it was very therapeutic because a lot of times that I would like get into a rhythm, like when I got to the chapter about shake, you know, I had to kind yeah. of fall back for a minute and just get my, cause you have to act out how you feeling. Like you're not yeah. just reading to yourself, you know, you're reading out loud and it just, it was moments like that where I just had to kind of just take a break and really get my thoughts together. Yeah. You know we saying? want everybody to check it out, yeah. man. We want everybody to read it, listen yep, to it, yep, absorb yep. it, learn Diversity from it. For yeah. sale. And I'm an experience. Will we man. get a part two? Absolutely. I got a lot more life to yeah, live. Yeah, I'm like, you, know you got a whole lot that I want to yeah. know too. Like you're missing in there, Gigi. <laughs> yeah, you cl- clearly. <laughs> clearly. Yay, we appreciate we you, man. Jeezy. I appreciate y'all too. We appreciate you. Love, baby. That's what it is. Thank you, guys. Clearly. It's not gossip if you heard it here. Get that glass ready. She's spilling all the juicy tea. It's the Lord Hour L'Oreal on the Morning Hustle. Well, Eric Benet is out here rolling around in his grave, child. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not dead? He's no, dead. he's no. alive. His career. He still got on sandals, too. His career is dead. <laughs> no, but man, Holly Berry, Holly Berry. Hey. She finalized her divorce child from Oliver Martinez after splitting six years ago. She got her a better man now. He's finer. And, um, you know, black love. Anyway, Holly Berry now has been ordered. Let's send a prayer out to her before I even tell y'all. Let's a moment of silence. One. Okay, now she has to pay 8K a month mm. in child support for her damn son. How dare this Spanish man? Because mm. his last name is Martinez. 
the French is taken from the black community. <laughs> or Spanish or whatever he got going on. He's a mix. Well, apparently, she takes care of their son's expenses 100%. His health insurance, therapy, private school tuition. They have joint custody, but still this man is walking away with 8 k a month in child support. How do you feel about the fact that even though they have joint custody... Yeah. She has to pay this man child support. I feel like these are the equal rights you fought for. Ah, uh, get the hell out of uh, here. This is what y'all wanted, Yesterday right? Yesterday you wanted gender roles. Huh? And you, I want to look at my uh, gender hey, role. But I also said there's a difference between me and the position that I'm in versus society right now. Society right now, y'all been fighting for equal rights. You can get your money taken from you just like the fellas can. But why? She's taking care of this child. That happens to fellas all the time. I'm not even going to lie to you. I forgot she even had a child. <laughs> but that's how you're supposed to do it, man. Keep your child out the spotlight. Yes. Like, when just because you in the spotlight don't mean that your child, you know, that's not right. It's not right. But Rob, real talk, though, I mean, honestly, like, as a man, I'm I'm not trying to really go down that route. But this is where we are. Like, yo, if guys can get money taken out of their pocket all the time and with all of the things that they do, it can happen to her, too. But, like, as a man, that's just crazy to me. Like, what makes you feel like, to me, that's like something bitter or you really just don't have no money. No. Because well, 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 she she was that? a breadwinner, right? Whoever is the quote unquote. She's Holly Berry. <laughs> exactly. So I, that's what I'm saying. So if the guy was the breadwinner, they'd be tapping his pockets. Not all the time, though. In certain situations, yes. Yes. In most situations. I mean, what do you define That's what I'm most? saying. Most, like 90% of the time, the guy's getting hit with child support. I mean, well, women that are well off, I don't even think it's. I think it's the breadwinners that always get hit. I don't ever think that it's just the man. I think at one point in time, men were earning more, so it seemed as though it was just men. So it's okay for women to pay child support. Yes. Mm, no. Now I see why Blueface got stabbed, because I'm pretty sure he about to try to hit Chris Sean with some child support payments, because he done already put her out there, and she, you know he got stabbed I yesterday. I saw that video. So crazy. that's why things like that happen to people. Because of child support. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how's she tying these two things See, together? I don't know, because that would have been me. I <laughs> would have been Zorro if oh I was Holly God. Berry. I'm L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. You can follow me at Star L'Oreal. L-O-R-E-L. I'm one of Hustle Show, and it just gives bitter vibes. What's right. his job? <laughs> What's his, what does Oliver do? Listen, Twist? stick around, Hustlers, because coming up, Jeezy <laughs> is hanging out on the show today. We got to talk to him about his new book, Adversity for Sale. You got to believe that's happening at 9 10 8 10 central right here on the morning hustle whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if kaskali is right for you Lakita and Richmond, what's good with you? Hey. How you hey. feeling? Hey. <laughs> good. I know that's right. All right, we good, man. We ready to get to it. Hopefully get you some money today. Okay, I'm ready for that. She <laughs> sound like she ready to win. That's right. Yes, I am. I know that's right. I love the energy. What's going on in Richmond today? Nothing. She getting the worm. I know that much. You know, the early bird hey, getting the worm. Oh, not that. Not like that. <laughs> I don't know what you got going on, child. 
Well, let's get you ready to go then. Here's the situation. You got 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. For every correct answer, we'll give you $10. If you get all 10 right, you'll win $1,000. If you don't okay. know an answer, say pass. As long as we have time, we will come back to it. And make sure the answer you give is the one that you want because we got to go with your first answer, okay? Okay. All right. We want to see you be a winner. So we got, L'Oreal's got a free answer for you. Okay. Okay. And that answer is going to be the capital. The capital? The capital, girl. The capital. Okay. Yeah, the capital. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got it? Yes. All right. I'm setting up 60 seconds on the clock right now. Here we go. Is a true story called fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction. What do you call the musical sounds that plays on your cell phone when someone calls you? Ringtone. Spell the opposite of start. Uh, start. Uh, S-T-O-P. Which animals travel in a group known as a school? Birds, fish, fish. or insects? Which body of water has land all around it? A lake or a river? A uh, lake. Does Congress meet in the Capitol or the White House? The Capitol. Name the state whose largest city is Milwaukee. Uh, um, Michigan. What instrument does a meteorologist use to measure air pressure? A thermometer, a barometer, or a thermostat? Uh, barometer. And what is that? No, barometer, barometer. In what country is the Great Wall? Time. Damn, you did good. Time, you were doing good. You jammed yourself up a little bit. But I love how you said the capital, like exactly how I did. I feel like I want to give out an extra 10 just for that. You know what I mean? Hilarious. Okay, so you got everything right except for one, and then you missed one at the end because Kyle was too slow telling you the questions. I'm not going to blame you. No, stop. It was definitely Kyle. Stop, stop. Okay. So the state whose largest city is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. You got a little confused. You know when the, the time is, is ticking. That's right. So you got one wrong. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? That's $80. That's pretty good, baby. Oh, damn, I was close, but thank you. Yeah, no, you did a good job today. Eight out of ten right gets you $80. And listen, man, you represented for all of Richmond today, all right? Yes. (laughs) For sure. For everybody listening that feels like they could do better than Lakita, hit us up, man. Text CASH to 71007. We don't believe you. We could get you on next for the $1,000 cash grab. (laughs) (laughs) We're asking for a friend. 866-HUSTLE-8. That's 866-487-8538. Yo, Khalil, what up? Hey, what's good, everybody? Morning. How you feeling? Good morning, <laughs> T. Good morning, T. You lit this yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. I'm all right, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, it must not be all good or you wouldn't be calling us, man. We trying to help you out. What's going on in your world? So, check it. A few months ago, my girl out of nowhere wanted to join the Army, right? Okay. So, I'm supportive. You know, I, I love her. Yeah, this is what you want to do. I'm with it. But, man, yo, this long distance thing is driving me crazy. Uh, I mean, it's been six months, and I barely even see her. I mean, we we video chat, we talk on the phone every day, but you know how that is. That's 
that's not it's not the same as seeing your you know your boo every day you know spending yeah, time right. Nah. right so how how long is it going to be before she's like actually back around you i think she's got a i think it's gonna be like two three years what damn yeah. so like why I can't what, you move where she's at nah i can't do that i i gotta be here i gotta be home i got work i can't leave so and it's not like, like y'all are married home. this is your this is your girlfriend not your wife correct correct but you know I love her like that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm willing to to make her my wife, not my wifey, but my wife. You know. But like, what you do for work can't be like done from home or anything. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm what they call an essential worker. I got, I gotta be, I gotta be stationed where I'm at. So when you bring this up to her, what does she say about you know everything that's going on? She understands, you know, uh, what I'm going through, but at the same time, she, she's really independent you know so i kind of just got to roll with it too you know she she understands that i gotta be here for my job and but i don't want to like you know stop her from living her dream you know serving her country and, and being in the military you know i, I respect that so how often do y'all get to see each other well whenever she gets her breaks you know so maybe twice a year what that is a, that's yeah. not that nah, much yeah that's crazy so all right so this is what you're dealing with your girl's in the military she's away and you actually love her enough that you actually want to marry her so you know what are you asking like should you stick it out or like what where what are you where are you really at with it right now i don't want to like give her an ultimatum on our on our love you know but i got needs she's not around right and and i know she's a freak you know and i know she's you know Practically a nympho, bro. But you know, oh, and I hear man. stories about you know, oh. and I'm, I'm hearing, I hear stories about. You know about what the they army. say about the people in the army and yes. all that. Oh, oh, yes, I done heard some stories about the military. Me too. You know, so you know, I've heard those stories too, and and, it, and I'm worried. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know yeah. these guys. They they go on leave and then they have relationships with other women. So you know. I'm scared that she's going to do the same thing with some other uh, dude. And, you know, <laughs> listen, a long distance relationship is not easy. And then only seeing each other twice a year. That is I don't crazy. know about that, fam. And I then on know. top of that, you got to worry about her taking orders. Somebody over there talking about up, down. Left, but, right. Okay, Kyle, stop oh, it. Wow. But he loves her. He loves yeah, her, right? Yeah. This is yeah, the one. There's not a lot of the ones, you know? Yeah. It, it was so hot and heavy in the beginning, and now that she's gone, it's just like, man, it's like something's gone. Like, they, they took that piece away from me, you know? But Oh, just... my heart. All right, well, let's see if we can get some advice from the hustlers on this situation. Khalil's on the line right now. Uh, the situation is this. He had a girlfriend. Uh, she joined the military. Now they're in a long-distance relationship. I guess she's. you said she's on assignment for a couple of years, and at this point, she only gets to see you maybe twice a year when she has her breaks. You're having a hard time with the long distance relationship, especially knowing how freaky she is and who knows what's going All down right. in the military. That's Come what he on. said. He did, so, but it, it hurts. Okay. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> so now Khalil's wondering if he can even do this. He's worried about where they are in their relationship. Let's see if we can give him some advice, hustlers. Hit us up right now, 866 Hustle 8. 866-487-8538. Let's see if we can help Khalil out. Let's start with William and OKC. What'd you say? Hey, man, the, the situation's kind of already done, man. You, he answered his own question. She's a freak. She wanted to leave. She left and went to the Army. I was in the Army. After basic training, it's buck wild. Yeah. He answered his own question. Game over, fella. And if it was a real relationship and you was putting it down and you're working, 
he never would have left. I feel you, dog. Nah, he she trying to make something of herself. You don't know what you don't know her life. Hey, man, he knows she a freak, though. Yeah, but maybe a freak for him. So why do people judge people like that? Like, if you're a freak, that don't mean you just sleeping with anybody. Oh, maybe that's you're a freak for your person. That's how I sound. He sound like he worried about her spreading her love throughout the base. Maybe because that's what he wants to do. All right, 866-8-866-487-8538. Let's talk about it. We got Carla from the West Side. Um... I actually went through this, uh, the same situation um, with my boyfriend. He went to the Army, and it was really hard with a long-distance relationship. And I understand, you know, his feelings are strong, but in order to let her fly, he has to let her go. Mm. And if it's meant to be, she will come back. It is hard, you know, her being around all these men and stuff like that, but it gives him time to show her the love that he has for her. Continue to write letters. They can be freaky letters, pictures, whatever. Mm. Communication can be there because if the roles were reversed and he was in the service and he expected her to wait, it should be the same thing. That's true. Sounds good. Sounds good. How you upset with your person for trying to make something of herself? Clearly, she went and did that because she had some stuff going on and he knew that. No. So when you agreed to the whole situation, you agreed to know that you was going to have to give her a little bit of trust. I agree with that part. And maybe they should have just broke up and said, hey, when you're done, we'll try this thing again. You know what I mean? That's but you, so sad. I hate breakup stories. But you can't. I do agree with the fact that if she did this, she wants to better herself. You got to let her go, right? <laughs> Cliff and Wake Forest, what you say? I think bro need to let it go. I was in the army for a while and I know how it is once you put that uniform on. He's talking about she a freak. You know, he he just going to have to let it go and cut his losses. It's like when you put on that uniform for some reason, people turn into a different person. I've seen relationships just, you know, diminish over, over years. And I mean, if he ain't seen her for like, you know, only twice a year, man, he, he, I'm, I'm telling you, man, he, he going to have to let it go. What's the uniform? I don't feel like he really <laughs> gave us enough. Like the uniform, what? It turned you into like a superhero? You just started sleeping with anything? I guess. Or people just turn into like whatever they thought they were in their minds and they just become different. So it's kind of like a costume. Like behind that, she feel like she could be all that she could be. And that's what oh, he's... I get it. And now he's worried about it. That's why the slogan comes. <laughs> I thought it was for something else. And he's worried about her being all the freak she could be. Nah, yo, that's crazy. Look, you got to tap your head <laughs> on that one. You could be right. anything with this army outfit on. Keep the phone calls coming. 866-8-866-487-853. Man, let's continue to help out Khalil if we can this morning. In the meantime. She can't be next to Khalil. That's why she can't she be. Can't. Keep hitting us up about that. And tomorrow, they say actions speak louder than words, but Arian feels like those words are shaping the actions of the next generation. Complicated situation. We're asking for a friend tomorrow at 810-710 Central right here on The Morning Hustle. All That's right? where we are. That's, That's right. right. How That's can they right. follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Star and L'Oreal. S-C-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. How about you, Kyle Centillion? Follow me on the gram at Radio King Kyle. Radio King Kyle. Oh, man, hit me there. And of course, man, tap in with us, man. It's the morning hustle. 